0: What's driving the conversation in California today?
1: Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is away today.
0: San Francisco Mayor London Breed delivered her State of the City address this week to a packed crowd of politicians and residents where she lauded the city's resilience and reiterated her commitment to economic recovery in light of the many challenges since the onset of the COVID pandemic. Her plans to take on San Francisco's most pressing issues included addressing public safety, the housing crisis and revitalizing the city's struggling downtown. To discuss further, we are joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by San Francisco Mayor London Breed.
1: Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Of course. You laid out your agenda in the State of the City Address yesterday what were some of the most important things that you wanted to get across?
2: Well, I wanted to make sure that the people of San Francisco know that I am and I am, and others are listening to what they are demanding, uh, that we focus on public safety, that we focus on downtown and our economic recovery, that we address the challenges around homelessness. So I wanted to make sure that People know that we were listening, and it is time to be more aggressive about action to turn things around in this city.
0: One of the things that really caught our ear is your comment about the recovery, saying that it won't look the same in downtown, and that's okay. How do you foresee it looking?
2: Well, I think it's going to be a little bit different. You know, downtown was once really the place for so many different things, including a lot of finance and banking, and that's changing. And then tech came into San Francisco first during the dot-com era, now uh, with a lot of the new tech companies that are building here. And we'll continue to have some of those components of things, but also manufacturing, green tech, biotech, diversifying our various industries, providing more nightlife, art and culture, changing what downtown has been in terms of a center for financial economic opportunities um, to a place that has a diverse component of things that could happen there.
1: So what will the city do or what do you want to do to encourage these different types of businesses to relocate to the core of San Francisco?
2: Well, part of it is to uh, waive taxes for new businesses that want to set up shop in downtown San Francisco for the next three years once they start their business. The other side is we want to retain what we already have, too. So providing fees and tax incentives are going to be a key part of how we do it. That's one thing, but more importantly, making sure that it is clean and it is safe and that people feel that, When they're downtown San Francisco, going to and from work, they have nothing to worry about. So we're going to have to do those things hand in hand and improve our public transportation system, add more muni drivers, add more bus lines, making sure that public transportation or biking or other modes of transportation are what people use to get there.
0: You are celebrating a drop in homelessness uh, while other cities are seeing an increase in homelessness. To what do you attribute the drop here in San Francisco?
2: There are so many things that have helped. I think the fact that we provided rental assistance to almost 10,000 residents of San Francisco to make sure that they did not become homeless uh, contributed to that. The number of hotels and buildings that we were able to purchase through uh, the governor's program, uh, Project Room Key, uh, contributed to that. Um, the work that we've been doing around housing that we actually broke ground on. A few years ago, and we're finally getting them open, including a new place on mission uh, where we are housing 256 residents who were actually just living on our streets throughout the pandemic. So it's a combination of new housing, changes to our shelter system and e- increasing our shelters, providing rental assistance and doing all the work necessary to get people off the streets.
1: You know, speaking of housing, and this doesn't relate directly to the homeless uh, problem, but uh, the city of San Francisco, along with all the other cities across the state of California, have this very daunting deadline to add affordable housing, to add um, different types of housing. You have pledged to add 82,000 units by the end of 2031. Such an ambitious goal. How do you do it?
2: Well, by getting rid of all the bureaucratic red tape that has stopped us from moving forward, by advancing resources to build the infrastructure. And when we say infrastructure, the pipes that hook up electricity, water, sewer, all the things on the ground, the sidewalks, and all the stuff that you need to prepare to even build in the first place, we are providing financial resources through legislation I'm going to propose that will basically unclog the pipes to open up the opportunities to allow for these projects to be built faster. We're going to get rid of a lot of the bureaucratic red tape. I'm going to need support from the Board of Supervisors to do a lot of this because we have a requirement under state law to build 82,000 units over the next eight years. And we have right now 52,000 units that have already been approved. I mean. Park Merced is a project that was approved even before I was on the Board of Supervisors. Why has that project not moved? And part of my plan has everything to do with removing those barriers, helping financially to deal with some of the infrastructure needs of the project in order to really target the larger scale projects like a Lake Merced or the Petrail power plant and others so that we can start putting big numbers in terms of housing units on the books to get them built and get them built now.
0: And as you try and bridge those differences with the San Francisco Board of Supervisors, it sounds like you just got some good news with the state. Do you think that will help bridge those differences?
2: Well, I hope so because, you know, the 42 million dollars we just got for affordable housing we have 14,000 affordable housing units currently that have been approved and we should be building those as quickly as we can and my hope is that they see if we don't meet the requirements and the benchmarks set by the state to try and remove these barriers opportunities like this 42 million dollars we just got may not come to us and there's more to it. I mean, we should want to do it, but we also have in, uh, important affordable housing dollars that could be at stake if we don't move faster in building more housing in the city.
1: For the $42 million that you just got, did you ask for that? Was that part of a grant proposal? Uh, under which program did, did that come from?
2: We we work with the state. We submit applications. This, is, this happens a lot. Um, we typically may not get this much, <laughs> but... Um, we usually uh, work with the state in order to make requests for every project that meets those qualifications, whether it's money directly or tax credits. Uh, so that falls under their housing department, and we consistently go after these dollars, both state and federal, on a regular basis.
0: Hate to bring up this last question, but the 49ers almost did it, and I wanted to get your reaction. Did you place a bet with Philadelphia, and who are you rooting for this Sunday?
2: Well, I did not place a bet with Philadelphia's mayor, but I did make sure I reached out to Philadelphia's mayor and say, do not mess with my team and shut off their water and do the <laughs> kinds of things that we know happen in Philly when you go and play their team. Um, I'm, You know, this time around, I think I'm going to root for Kansas City. Um, I, I, I just, you know, I'm really upset about how a lot of the fans treated 49er fans and our team when we were there, I was just really upset about all that. And, you know, I'm really proud of them. I don't know if you saw the event last night, but George Kittle sang his nice little song and, you know, the team had a good time. They're a great team, great group of guys, and I'm really proud of them for everything that they've done to get this far and we'll be back next year.
1: Yes, we will. Thanks to our guest, San Francisco Mayor London Breed.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt, Hi-ya! and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> but with the three percent annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams—thanks for everything, Mom and Dad—will always be worth it.